1: good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here back on Facebook Live, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and TalkShoe.com. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week, as usual, my co host, my tag team partner, my best friend. There is no Top Rope Report without him, the Nugster Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, not, not much. Uh, we well, got a few things to talk about tonight. Friday Night SmackDown, this past Friday. Uh the PAPW show we went to on Saturday, which was a great time. The first time in almost two years we've attended the show. And they didn't disappoint as usual. And um Monday Night Raw and also a little elimination chamber. So what'd you think of Monday night? What'd you think of Friday Night Smackdown? Do I think of Monday Night Smackdown. I mean Friday Night SmackDown.
0: a good show i
1: think it was for what i'm used to seeing in smackdown it was a very poor show okay i can um i can agree with you on that i didn't uh really care too much for a lot of the stuff that was on there this past friday and um yeah that was one or two interesting things to tune into but nothing that was you know holy cow but um yeah, so I mean, what, what, was your best, uh, what was your best thing about SmackDown? Well, are we, ju- are we just pulling ah. out bullet points or are we going through the Oh, we'll go through sure, the matches. You, you can from there. Oh, we'll go through the matches and then we'll pull out some bullet points for the, for the show. Okay. Hey. hey, what's up, Jake? Missed you Saturday night, buddy. Yeah, we did, Jacob. Thanks for tuning in. no it definitely was no, not there was nobody to lead them in the cheers and get them all fired up exactly especially when your buddy matthias was wrestling um
0: well it started out with the bloodline um and then i don't know do you want to go first or let me go first
1: well i went first last time so i'll let you go first this time okay
0: so They all came down the bloodline. Paul Heyman, the cousins, the Usos, and Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman delivered, I don't know if you want to call it a speech, a proclamation, as to why he did what he did. And it was probably the most useless, lamest Paul (laughs) Heyman promo I've ever seen. Right. Then. After pedaling for three, four minutes or whatever, the drum roll or the drum beats start and pyro goes up, and it's Goldberg coming down to the ring. Now, those of you that are like me, trivia, that follow wrestling every day, always looking for this story for that story, that story, this story. Read the you know the quote unquote spoilers and the rumors and the dirt cheats. We all had that same collective "what the fuck." But if you heard the crowd when Goldberg was coming out, that's the reason why Vince brings him back. Yes, he does care about us, but I'm not spending. $73 $73 for $160 for two tickets and parking to go to a live event, a Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I'm sitting at home in my recliner, on my couch, laying down in bed, watching it. So nothing doesn't care about me, but that's who cares more. And the crowd did give him a loud cheer. Came down and basically...
1: Right. I uh, I agree. I agree with you. I was talking uh, to DJ earlier, and I told him, I said, come on. I said, how many times are they going to bring out Goldberg in situations like this? The man's 55 years old. I mean, and like you said, the whole thing was the pop. I mean, the crowd was into it just like they are with Lesnar. I mean, Lesnar gets a huge pop now when he comes out. And that's what Vince looks for. Vince looks for the pop from the crowd. And Goldberg will give him that kind of pop. So I was kind of disappointed in the segment also. I gave it a D. A D.
2: No. Right.
1: All right, now do you want me to do both of them together? Okay. The uh Ricochet Ridge Holland match I thought was a was a pretty good match. Oh uh, Ricochet always puts on a good show. Ridge Holland seems to be getting better in the ring each week. Um I'm just hoping that we're not gonna see, you know. Three, four, five, six more weeks of Ridge Holland versus Ricochet. You know, after a while you play it out. I um I was kind of glad Ricochet got the win. That was uh I I consider it a big win. You know, that was that was a good win for him. But I'll tell you, the man is the man has been amazing in the ring more and more every time I see him. And um, hopefully. Uh, they'll do something with him for a title run, whether it's U.S. title or IC title or whichever. Well, um, <coughs> you know, like I said, he's got he's got great talent. Ridge Holland has been he's been getting better a lot uh, in the ring. His mic skills still need to improve a little bit. I gave I gave the match a C. I gave the match a C plus. No, the first match. The first match. Now, the tag team match. Uh, I mean, you know, this is what we talked about before, going back to when you were saying, you know, how WWE is lacking in tag teams. I mean, you, you got Ridge, you got, now you got Ridge Holland and uh, Sheamus. You got Ricochet and um, Cesaro, which I think did make a pretty good tag team. I don't know if they're gonna do. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna do anything with them as far as tag team championships go. But I thought, in my opinion, I thought the tag team match was better than the singles match between the, between the two. So um, Ridge Holland got the win on that one, beating Cesaro, which is a big win for him. Uh, I I gave the match a C. Oh wait now I gave that match a B minus. B minus to a C plus. C plus.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right.
1: Yep. I know. I, I definitely agree. I mean, the Viking Raiders are, I would consider probably one of the top teams on SmackDown and uh, their former champions um, don't know what they're doing with them right now. I mean, I expected them to have a great match against the Usos. I was looking forward to it. It was a very bad letdown. Well, even even so, I mean, Ivar, you know, Eric, like you said, you know, Eric, Ivar is the big um, agile one. I think it would have been a different, I I think it might have been a different match, uh, either if it was a tag team or if he was in it one-on-one. I was very disappointed in the match. It made the Usos, I mean, the Usos are a a great tag team, don't get me wrong. Jimmy and Jay—they're a good tag team, and they're both good individual wrestlers as well. Um, they can go one-on-one with anybody, but the match was just too quick. I mean, I, I gave it—I gave it a D minus. Okay, Uh, I don't know how. I mean, you know, it's good for it's good for promo sake, you know, having Natalia talk about uh, holding three world records in the Guinness Book and everything else. And Aaliyah, I'm starting to see shades and a little bit more shades of talent in her. I, I believe with a little bit more seasoning, a little bit more work, she could be. You know, of one of the top females, I believe, on uh, on SmackDown. Um, I think they got to get her out there and expand her more instead of just facing Natalia. I mean, I understand. You know, it's her first time. Well, not her first time, but she's still early to the SmackDown roster and still early to the SmackDown show. And you know, getting seasoning, getting her feet wet by going against Natalia um i was i was okay with this match i gave it a c minus
2: Right. (laughs) Okay.
1: That pretty good. Right. All right. Uh, before I give you my take on it, DJ uh, Mr. 24-7 is just tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, DJ. It says bring them on camera. Um, yeah, dumb. I don't know what segment those people were watching. But it was nice to see McIntyre back in the ring. But I... That was just a stupid segment. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, I'm not going to try and do the Drew McIntyre as well as you did because you had that pretty well nailed, uh, the imitation. But um, I mean, he asked Mad Cat Moss for a joke, and the joke was stupid. And then Baron Corbin standing out there, and you know, he's talking about how he's going to go after Baron Corbin, and I, I gave it an F. I just was totally I was just so disappointed in in that whole segment
3: <coughs>
1: Excuse me. Well, I I kinda like Sami Zayn. He's real good on the mic. Now he's getting he's, he's so much more so much better on the mic right now. Um the match. Well, no, well, that was Jinder Mahal and uh, Nakamura. The 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 thing with um, Sami Zayn and Sonya and and everything else. I mean, eventually he's gonna get his title match, but he plays it up like there's still a conspiracy against him and everything else. And you know this thing with Johnny Knoxville. And I hope they don't put Johnny Knoxville in a match with Sami Zayn. That's just gonna Right, and um, it's just, I mean, I don't know. The, the the segment I gave, I gave the segment a D. Now, as far as the Nakamura-Jinder Mahal match goes, I, I thought it was a pretty good match. You know, Nakamura back from injury, he looked strong. Um, Jinder Mahal... I think he's kind of fizzled by the wayside since his championship days when he was WWF champion I it was just a match I think it was just somebody to put against Nakamura I think you know having him come back let's see how well he does coming back from his injury um I gave I gave the segment a C minus the match i I gave the match a c minus.
2: Right.
0: Um. On that Friday, um, I mean, we know Roman Reigns is going to be
3: fighting there.
2: Right.
1: right um and the new day has something that not a lot of tag teams in the wwe have had lately and that's longevity they've been together a long time and what i mean i didn't hear the reason i don't remember if we went over the reason why uh E went went to smackdown um I think it's good that he's back on SmackDown, teaming with Kofi. It's gonna make for it's gonna make another uh, interesting, t- uh, maybe tag team title run for them because they'll be going against Usos, who they've had great uh, they've had great matches over the years. Um, it was nice to see, like you said, I agree. This was the best match of the night. I gave it a B plus as well. I think the forbidden door was just for the SummerSlam and for the Royal Rumble. I think it was just a one a one-shot only thing. I don't think it's going to be you know for Saudi Arabia. I don't think it's going to be for WrestleMania. I think it was just for this one-time uh, thing for the Royal Rumble. Yep.
2: Right. Yep. Right. Right, I don't see that ever happening. Right.
1: So. They, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. I mean, well, first of all, Triple H, I don't, uh, I don't think he's going to be wrestling much longer. And, and like Greg said, you know, you're not going to let uh, one of your higher-priced front office people. I think. okay um i think that'll ever happen i like i said i don't think trip i don't think Vince will let you know not only one of his higher paid office people but his son-in-law wrestle for the competition so that's my take on it Well, I kind of figured it was going to happen. You know, I mean, she came out and was talking about, you know, how she's going to. Um, now she's challenging Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. She said that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ass beatings that she's got to give out, and Charlotte's on that list. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to a really good match. I don't think it's going to be as good as when she wrestled her in the triple threat match at wrestlemania a couple years back but i think it's going to be a a real interesting entertaining match and whatever Sonya deville was trying to do jumping on ronda's back that was crazy and she had the jacket on so i wonder if there's going to be any consequences and repercussions when it comes to friday night smackdown now with Sonya. i gave the segment a, i gave the segment to
2: Yep. Right.
1: Okay, now, do you think somewhere down the line or maybe before WrestleMania, because of what happened, WWE might have a one-time thing with Sonya Deville and Ronda? Yeah, because they talk about how Sonya Deville is, uh, you know, with the martial arts and everything and... Oh, okay. Right. And um My my overall grade for SmackDown I gave it a C minus.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep.
1: Okay. All righty. So that's our Friday night SmackDown recap. Now, will there be a Nuggies news before we do PAPW? No, or, or we we can do uh. We can say P A P W for last. Um, all right, let let's go. Uh, let's go with uh, some elimination chamber news. <laughs> Let's go some Elimination Chamber news. What, uh, any uh, How many matches they got? Still the same? They still got the same number of matches? I think the last I knew was four, right? Oh, there could be uh another match added in here. Okay. Okay. Yep. Wow, two uh two interesting matches just added. I mean that's a lot of females on a Saudi Arabia card. And uh but you see I think I think with the uh the Elimination Chamber women's match, I mean, that's going to be a tough one to pick because almost any, almost, I think almost anyone could win that. I mean, you got Rhea, you got Bianca Belair, you got Dewdrop, you got Liv Morgan. I mean, there's four of them right there that, you know, had title shots already. Yep. So that's going to be, uh, but but with the men's, With the men's um, Elimination Chamber, I think this is going to be one of the most interesting Elimination Chamber matches for the men that I've seen in a long time. For the men. Yeah, I think so. So. I mean, I think we already know.
2: Yep.
1: Right, and I was thinking remember when he was in the when he was number 1 in the Royal Rumble a couple years ago and he eliminated like 13 in a row? Do you see him going through this roster that quickly also in the elimination chamber? I think so,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it could also be... Oh, do I I think the situation will be Brock Lesnar will be the last one out of the pod with two people left in the ring, and he'll just, you know.
2: Yep. Right,
1: so. Absolutely.
2: Yep. Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> but um I'm are you kinda of surprised that um Dana wasn't added to that women's match? Oh that's right. She's on SmackDown. I wanted to see her swing Liv Morgan around again.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. Right.
1: And springing on everybody else. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I mean, open up the show with that. Spring it on everybody, you know? That would really get a that'll get a good pop from the crowd.
2: Right.
1: I know. Makes no sense. Yep. So, but yeah, I think uh, the Saudi Arabia show is going to be an interesting pay per view. You've got, uh, that's um, a week from this Saturday. And uh, it's going to be, I believe, 12 noon our time. So I'll be able to watch it and not have to worry about saying, oh, I okay. got you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably have to watch the replay. That's okay, though. I don't mind.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Right. Exactly. So, anyway. Yep. So, okay. So, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, other than the matches, there's really not much more to talk about with, uh, Elimination Chamber. I mean, I'm surprised that they have that many women that are going to be on the Saudi Arabia show.
2: Right. Right.
1: Yep. Right. Thanks for tuning in Billy Dudley, appreciate you watching. So, like I said, elimination chamber a week from this Saturday at Jeddah Saudi Arabia. Hopefully it will be hopefully it will be a good uh, Premier event, as they like to call them now. Uh, (laughs) Huh?
2: Right.
1: Right. We're always going to call it pay-per-view. Yep. So... All right, so this Saturday, we had the opportunity for the first time in almost two years to go to PAPW training facility and check out their wrestling show. Yep. Right, and it was really nice to see some of the guys again. I mean, as usual, PAPW didn't disappoint. The action was, I I believe the action was stellar from top to bottom. Um, I've always been a big Lucas Chase fan. I love the way the man works in the ring. I thought he had a good match. Which um, which match did you thought did you think was a good one that stuck out for you? Which match do you think stood out uh, to you?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Right. right
1: i believe so and the ring announcement was pretty good too um yeah but uh i i agree i mean i thought the uh the battle the battle academy match well you know they're still those guys are still a little bit green i mean there's still a lot of work that they need to get done and being associated with chris battle They'll get it done because Chris Battle's one of the top indie wrestlers in Connecticut. And um but the Sunset Steven Garcia match, I thought was a good match. And like you said, you know, they're all they were all. Yep. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the favorites there. And um Yeah. Right. And then there's my favorite, you know, Jose and Jose B, the Hispanic mechanics. Then there's my two favorites the Hispanic mechanics, Jose and Jose B. I just got a notification Greg Chester's watching. Okay, that's good. Welcome, Greg. Cool. And um but yeah, I mean I I thought overall it was a B plus solid B plus show. Like I said, it was good to see all the guys again. Um
2: <laughs> right
1: yep absolutely and i mean we we were fortunate we've been fortunate enough to see flash waller come up through the rankings of papw the haven come up through the rankings of papw they've been on our show early in their careers talking about you know their aspirations and now they're branching out they're in maine they're in rhode island um and i'm very happy for them they have a they have a bst show coming up for most people you'll for most of you people who don't know bst is blood sweat and tears wrestling which they have in bridgeport and dustin flash waller going against richard holiday that's going to be a tremendous match they had a great match the last time so but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, you get you get to see a lot of the upcoming um indie wrestlers. Connecticut has always been the hotbed of independent wrestling. Um, but it was kind of strange not to see the Haven and Flash Waller and you know, the usual guys that we see at PAPW. Yep. So but I mean, kudos to those guys. Their careers are taking off, and uh, who knows? Maybe someday in the near future, we'll see them on TV, and that would be a that that would be a big plus, a big shot in the arm for you know, not only Connecticut wrestling, but for those guys as well, because they're they're putting in the work and they deserve it.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep.
1: Right okay uh monday night raw for tonight we talked before the show i think i think we're going to see a good match out of matt riddle and seth rollins i mean that's and like you said that's they're they're probably going to have you know a couple of things with a saudi arabia theme with the matches you know like you said maybe we'll see austin theory and aj styles
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but I mean. Right. Excuse me. Absolutely. That would be so good for the ratings. You know, maybe maybe they could take something from this but you really can't with usa because you know usa's got to get their sponsors going they got to get their commercial time in and but with limited commercial breaks it should be interesting
2: Right. Right.
1: Right, and, and like you said, they don't even put the thing up on the screen so you can see the action during the commercial. Right. Yep. Yeah, put some commercial ads down on the bottom. Did Yeah, put some of the ads down on the bottom across the Monday Night Raw banner. We know what we're watching.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. And you know we're not gonna see very many commercial breaks tonight, so that'll be good. It's it's just the timing of the commercials. You know, like you said, you get a you get a wrestler that comes out, you go to a commercial. You get the second wrestler that comes out. You wrestle for a couple minutes. You go to a commercial. Five or six commercials later, they go back to wrestling, and then the match is over. And it's just, you know, there's got to be a better way to do those.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Right. Yep. So now that we got those out of the way, Let's do some nuggies news now. Okay. I apologize to the people out there. We just got into talking about a lot of interesting topics and but, um, yeah, so like we said, you know, Monday night raw, I'm really looking forward to the, to the Seth Rollins match I think this is the first time I've, I think these two have gone, gone against each other. Right. Um, Are you surprised that when they have matches set up, like we you mentioned, Lita? So I'll I'll use that for an example. Lita and Becky Lynch. They've had two face-to-face meetings so far in the ring. One before, yeah, one before the Royal Rumble when Lita came out, and. Yeah, and then last week, when Lita came out. I could have sworn that when Lita declared herself eligible. Oh, Charlotte, that's right, okay. When she declared for the Royal Rumble, that's right. Are you surprised that when you see... Two people that are going to go against each other that are trying to build it up, that there isn't as much physicality between the two of them as there used to be. Like, well, with Becky Lynch and Lena, you you know, there, there might, maybe there might be something with them tonight. Maybe one of them might go after to make the match more interesting. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Becky and, like like when Liv Morgan came out and her and Becky Lynch went at it a couple of times. Like when Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch went at it a couple times against each other in the ring.
2: One time thing.
1: Oh, good. Right. Now do you think this is Now do you think this is a one-time match between the two of them? Yeah. I think um Right. Okay. I can uh I can see your your thinking there definitely because you know as you're getting older, you know, things just don't go as well as they usually do, you know? <laughs> Okay. I am master and the ruler of the world, Sid Vicious. No? foo. Oh. No. I don't, um. Not all the time. Well, just like you have your opinion on the Lita situation, I think what's keeping Lex Luger out of the Hall of Fame is not his wrestling ability because he was multiple time champion, great in the ring, good on the mic, good physique, you know, went toe to toe with anybody. Yeah, but early on, he was great in the ring. I thought he was. I thought he, I thought he was real good in the ring. But I think what's going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame was the situation with Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth. You know, for there's a lot of people out there in wrestling that are pointing the finger at Lex Luger because of what happened to Miss Elizabeth. And Right, but it no, because it because what Hogan, Lawler, Ric Flair, what they did didn't result in a person's death. Like I said, there's a lot of people out there that are pointing the finger and accusing Lex Luger of miss and blaming Luger for Miss Elizabeth's death. Death. Yes. Because there's been a lot of speculation and even some some truth that they were doing drugs together in his apartment and she overdosed in his apartment and Yeah, granted, you know, he called nine one one, tried to resuscitate her the whole nine yards, but she was still there and it still happened in his presence. And I think the WWE and the wrestling community frowns upon that. Now, Vader. Do I think Vader should be in the Hall of Fame? I thought Vader should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. The only wrestler, and I'm not saying that just because Vader was a guest on the top rope many years ago when I was doing the TV show. He came down with John Kelleher and he was a guest. But Vader's to this day is still the only professional wrestler to win heavyweight championships on four different continents. And that's quite four different continents. That's that's quite impressive. And he was he was an impressive big man. You know, he came from a Pro football background. I believe he played for the Denver Broncos. I'm not too sure of it. I know he played in the NFL. But I think Vader, like I said, I think Vader should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. And hopefully. Oh, okay. Rams. Okay. <clears throat> so but I mean if they put you know if, if they put Luger in the Hall of Fame well then that's you know that's on them. You know it's pretty sad that the man's in a wheelchair now. Um to be honest with you his his affliction I've never heard of. I didn't know you could ha- I didn't know you could have a spinal stroke. I
2: Who, Vader? Yeah.
1: No, I'm talking about Luger. I was talking about Luger. No. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I never knew what a spinal stroke was. Never heard of one until Lux Luger had one, which confined him to a wheelchair. If he gets in the Hall of Fame, well, okay. I can live with it. I can live without it. I'm not going to be like, well, if he gets in the Hall of Fame, I'm not watching it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But Vader, I believe, like I said, Vader should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. Asia? Africa South America He's wrestled he's wrestled all over the world half a dozen times Vader And uh Yeah. Okay. Well, we've I've I've heard quite a few times that Vaders won championships on four different continents. So well, you know, wrestling does a lot of kayfabe with situations like that, so you never know, they just probably could have said that just to make him as monstrous as he as he was. Um, speaking of Hall of Fame, another one that I believe is worthy of the Hall of Fame but might not be this year, might be next year is Yokozuna. Your your thoughts on that? No, okay. On the USS Intrepid, yep, and and the USS. On the USS Intrepid, yep. So, anyway, all right, Greg, you got anything else to add to tonight? Do you have anything else to add? Any other th- any other stuff you want to bring up? All righty, so once again, another great show. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for the couple of comments that Scott left us. So on behalf of the Nooks to Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you everybody for tuning in. And we'll catch us all on Wednesday night.